We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour on a Monday show, 301-230-0980. And, of course, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Your reactions to the games yesterday how do we improve the officiating? And, of course, two great teams coming up in the Super Bowl should uh, meet for a awesome uh, game coming up two weeks from yesterday. Hitting on some commander's notes from over the weekend. Of course, you heard Rex Ryan float that air biscuit out there about uh, Peyton and Tom Brady. Keep an eye on Washington ownership if it changes in a reasonable amount of time. But yesterday, and again, I don't, I'd have to go back and see if there's any kind of a record for coordinator openings but with Kellen Moore out now in Dallas that's like 11 openings all at one time that's a pretty significant handful of defensive coordinator jobs that are open uh, as well and the thought process and of course Washington wants to talk to Eric Bieniemy now the Kansas City offensive coordinator and Chris here's the the thought and I don't know if maybe this is gaining support. Maybe Andy's telling Eric this is the route you have to go. I don't know. But at some point, for Biennemi, who's interviewed 15 times for head coaching positions with 14 teams, perhaps that ominous shadow, which should be such a positive, you know, with Andy Reid, maybe it is ominous because everybody just looks at, oh, he works with Andy Reid. That's why their success there, and maybe getting out from the shadow that is Andy Reid might be the way for Eric B. Enemy to go to be able to create a path finally to a head coaching position if he does not get one in this cycle. I mean, if you're Andy Reid and you know that B. Enemy has interviewed, again, like you said, 15 times, 14 different teams, what have you, and, and, and the book on him is he doesn't call the plays. Mm-hmm. Then there was rumors of friction between he and Reed at one point, he and Mahomes, he and others. Who knows? I haven't heard anything recently about that, but there was that th- those rumors, I think, last year at this time, or maybe, yeah, maybe it was after the AFC championship disaster. You look around and you say, okay, listen, I don't know what exactly is going on in these interviews. I don't know how Eric is presenting it. And why it's not happening, but maybe it is this. Maybe it is he's just not getting enough credit because, like you said, he's not the primary play caller. I understand there are some times where he has called some plays. I got it. I understand. He is not the primary play caller, and everyone recognizes it. So to your point, I do think if you're Andy Reid, you you look around and say, am I holding this guy back? I mean, he's good enough for me to be my offensive coordinator. But for whatever reason, he's not good enough to be a head coach. He wants to be a head coach. He should be a head coach. Everyone recognizes he should be a head coach, even though he, even though he, you know, again, had a background that caused some people some concerns from what you hear. I don't know. And also, even though it may be possible that he is not, for whatever reason, the most galvanizing personality in an interview session or in a dinner or in a get-to-know-you session. And that does make a difference. Let me ask question. Let question. Let's, let's stop right there yeah. for a minute. Let me ask you a question. More often than not, when you apply for a job, okay, mm-hmm. a lot of times those doing their due diligence will call your current employer. Mm-hmm. Do you believe do you believe that other owners around the league or GMs have called Andy Reid 15 times, 14 different teams have interviewed him? If Andy were to give him a glowing review, you don't think one of those teams would pull the trigger on on bringing Eric in because Andy is one of the great coaches in our league right now. And if he tells them, yeah, I think Eric's ready for this job, and they still don't pull the trigger, 
that to me is 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 even more damning of the teams that are mired in mediocrity, mm-hmm. hiring coaches every three or four years because they keep getting it wrong. Right. I can't believe. Look, first of all, if Andy and Eric were at odds, Eric wouldn't be on the staff anymore. Andy would probably tell him, "Look, dude, you got to move on." Right. Okay. But you could have some friction, I guess. Right. Without, There's a difference between friction and being a and bad being guy. At, uh, right, exactly. You know, being a, being a disruption within yes, the organization. Correct. Clearly he so, is not that. So you have I mean you got to believe that they've called Andy and gotten Andy's opinion on what kind of a job they think Eric would do. And the only thing with Eric that continues to bother me around the league is nobody will speak truthfully. Nobody will speak publicly. Nobody will nobody will give really any, you know, reason why we chose this candidate over Eric Bieniemy or we chose this candidate over a Leslie Frazier. You know, nobody speaks openly or honest anymore. And I I think those men would appreciate the honesty. At least then, you know, and I'm sure they, you know, they have conversations behind the scenes with these people and and you know, they accept begrudgingly maybe what they say. But for those of us that try to piece this together, Try to talk about it. Try to form an opinion on it. No one speaks publicly and honestly about why an Eric Bieniemy in particular. Again, he's interviewed 15 freaking times. I know. And but- keeps getting passed over, but yet nobody will, nobody, oh, we just thought this candidate would be better. I okay. mean, the guy comes from one of those. I mean, they've been to five freaking AFC yeah. championship games Pete, in a row. As I told you on Friday, I think it was. I understand your point. I, I, every everybody would benefit probably by some candid, refreshing honesty. But let me just ask you this: if if Nick Casario last year, after he and Bienemy only interviewed, I believe, with the Colts this cycle, I believe, if Jim Irsay came out and said, "You know what? Look, we hired Jeff Saturday because of this, this, and this," and he they haven't yet, but. They might. Why didn't you hire Eric Bien? What, what if anybody had believe the, it or if not, anybody had the balls to ask the question? Why didn't believe you it hire? Or not, he might be the one owner that's uh, okay. honest enough to answer. All right. It. So why didn't you have the balls to hire Eric Bieniemy? What was the difference between Jeff Saturday, a guy who has no coaching experience outside of the one you gave him the final seven games down the stretch mm-hmm. and was a little bit of a con show? Versus Eric Bieniemy, a guy who you know, blah 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 blah. What if? What if? What if? Jim Irsay, on camera, on microphone, not off the record sources, no, whatever. I'm, I'm talking about. Right. Come to the microphone right, right. on the record what and if, state what it was. What if he told you we had a bad meeting with Eric Bieniemy? That that's, what if he told hey, you we just didn't feel comfortable with what Eric Bieniemy said? I have more respect for an owner that's willing to come out and say that. How do you think that's going to play out? I, Chris, I think I think it would play out better than you think. Oh, I, I disagree. No, I think, I think J- it would play out Jason better than you Reed, think. I think Mike Jones, I think Clarence Hill, I think Jason Whitlock, I think no, all of these guys. Jason Whitlock's not on their uh, side. Whatever, that just literally think everything is about the color of one's skin. Literally think every, yes, every decision right is now, about the color of one's skin. Because right now, no one gives us a clear answer. What are no. they? What are they supposed to say? Eric Bieniemy didn't impress us in the meeting. Be it, honest about it. I don't I mean, care. We took we we took the guy to what's the famous uh, Saint Elmo's. We took the guy to Saint Elmo's, and you know what? He didn't dip his shrimp in, in the hot <laughs> cocktail sauce. You know, so we thought that's immediately not, he doesn't fit in. That's here. not what it comes down to. It's whether it's whether you get a comfortable feeling. Right. From the guy yeah. sitting across from him and the answers that he gives you right. and his vision for your team. Even if you say it's something like, and remember, the key here, the key in the argument for some people is going to be, well, is he bringing Patrick Mahomes with him? Of course not. Okay? But that doesn't mean he'll look for talent like that so he can run something similar and creative to that. But ultimately, I would just rather someone come out and say, yeah, you know, our meeting was just kind of bland. It was kind of blah. We didn't really like the vision he shared about our team 
compared to the vision that candidate A or candidate B. At least we've got something then on the record, honestly, from an owner that depicts what we're all trying to guess at because that's all we're doing. That's all Jason Reed and, and all those guys are doing is guessing too because you can't get an owner to go on record. Okay, but if Ursay came out and said we were just more comfortable with Jeff Saturday's vision than Eric Bieniemy's vision, how do you think that's going to be interpreted? I, I, Chris, I think it's at least some semblance of an answer. We get no answers. Right. We get no answers but, as to why but, the enemy but doesn't he, get a job. But if Ursay came out and said that, is that answer better than no answers? Any answer and any honest opinion from an owner is better than saying nothing, leading us all to speculate I would norma- why the African-American right. candidate gets left at the altar again. But I would normally agree with you. I understand your point. But you know how sensitive this topic is. Understand and the completely. second you say he didn't communicate his vision the way Jeff Saturday did, he didn't impress us, we, didn't, we weren't as comfortable with him as we were with Jeff Saturday, immediately no, no. Jim Irsay Chris, becomes a any racist. Situation, no, he doesn't. Yes. In any situation, yes. when you're a hiring manager... When you're a hiring manager, it's your ass that's on the line. You have to be comfortable with the answers that that person gave I, you. I agree. A, across from that. I agree, but you know how immediately that's going to get spun. Sure, Chris, there will always be people that will irresponsibly spin it, but we don't get any opinions or answers to spin from those people right now. That's f- and if it is Saturday, and if it is Saturday, then we can criticize Jim Ursay because we've seen the Saturday movie. Okay. Okay. We've seen the Saturday movie. We've never seen the Eric Bieniemy movie That's as a head fine. coach. Your point is fair that that ideally you would like some context, some layer as to why Eric Bieniemy is not getting a job. And I think job. the candidates should ask for that. Eric Bieniemy, Leslie Frazier, D'Amico Ryans, anyone that that anyone that interviews and gets passed over should have the courtesy of someone being upfront Pete, and honest as to why they get passed Pete, over. D'Amico Ryans is about to become the third straight, the third straight black head coach for the Houston Texans. I'm aware, I'm, I'm aware uh, okay. of Okay. Think about the irony and the connecting of the dots and all of that. They are viewed as a racist organization, which is because literally a dead dude now, a dead dude Mm -hmm. who happened to be their owner made a stupid comment. 100%. They've hired, they're about to hire their third consecutive black head coach. And hopefully for D'Amico Ryans, he lasts more than a year. I have to think that he will. I don't know that, but I have to think that he will. I think D'Amico Ryan's going to get like a six-year deal, a Kyle Shanahan type deal from the. I don't. Well, if I, I D'Amico Ryan's, yeah. I demand nothing less than five. Right, but but five with with not full control. I don't think he's getting full control with Casario there, but I think he's getting five with like, hey, you dummies, you can't fire me after a year without paying me. Yeah, sure. You, you know, whatever. I mean, because he, knows, because he knows the any, history there. Any coach, right. any candidate, right. particularly a black candidate, is right. going to walk away from them without uh, some semblance of long-term security. They're just not going to They're they're not going to entertain. Right. But remember, when Kyle went to San Francisco, they had fired Chip Kelly after one year and Jim Tom Sula after one year. Kyle had all the leverage. You want me? My, you want me? Here's how it's going to go. I want full control. I'm picking the GM. I want a six-year contract, which was unheard of for a first-time head coach. Unheard of. Unheard of. That's what D'Amico Ryans is going to probably ask for and maybe get because of Houston's bad track record in terms of firing coaches after one year. But we can't accuse them of being racist or racially tinged or whatever when they've hired now or about to hire three straight, three straight black head coaches. Now, Indianapolis, if they don't, if they hire Jeff Saturday over, again, Eric Bieniemy and any other candidate, people are going to say, Jim Irsay, racist, Colts. Meanwhile, they had Jim Caldwell, Tony Dungy. That doesn't apparently count because Eric Bieniemy didn't. So my point is, Spinning the wheel back, my point is, is in some of these cases, 
it's not about what you do and what you believe and what you think and what you feel in your heart is right. It's about the people on their soapbox that sit here and say, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. How come you didn't do this? How can you possibly do it when they have no idea? And to your point, I agree. If there's an owner that is transparent enough, maybe Jim Irsay would be saying, look, guys, we know it's a sensitive deal. Here's the deal. I'm going to explain it as best as we can. We know Jeff Saturday. We've known Jeff Saturday for 15 years. He was a Pro Bowl player for us. He did an admirable job in very tough circumstances. We know his personality. We know his vision. We know his communication. We know how people in the building feel about him, blah, 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 blah. We didn't know Eric Bieniemy as well as we know Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday communicated that, blah, blah, blah. People are still going to go bonkers about that. Now, tying this again. You think they're going to hire Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Tying this back further, okay, how we brought this up today. Eric Bieniemy, according to Ian Rappaport, has emerged as a option and why the commander's offensive coordinator search is still ongoing. Because Eric Bieniemy, I believe it's this week, with his team going to the Super Bowl, can now interview, I don't believe it's in person, but virtually, mm-hmm. with the commanders... And people say, oh, wait a second, it's a lateral position. No, no, it's not. It's not a lateral position. If he's going to be calling the plays, meaning he's an offensive coordinator with play-calling duty, and on top of that, guys, guess what? His contract expires. He's yeah, on a one-year Kansas, contract. Look, I mean, Andy Reid does not strike me as the kind of guy that would block, even if it was technically by title a lateral move, if it gives him more responsibility within that title, I can't see Andy as a guy that would block this kind of move for Eric Bieniemy if it's going to allow Bieniemy to gain autonomy as a play caller and improve his status or a chance to prove his status, improve his status as an offensive assistant, as a coordinator. Because what's the one thing we keep coming back to in any Eric Bieniemy discussion is the fact that while he has called some plays, because we've got the video evidence of him doing it, mm-hmm. okay, he's not the play caller 100% of the time like he would be in a situation like Washington as the offensive coordinator. We know that'd be his offense and and his puppy. Now, the other thing for Eric Bieniemy is, Eric Bieniemy's got to be comfortable with what Ron and Martin Mayhew philosophically are asking him to do. Mm-hmm. And that's another part of this. Which is why I don't think he's coming here. Everybody got all up in a lather yesterday. First of all, they forget conveniently that he's got other opportunities. Yeah. Not only to stay in Kansas City if he wants to, not only potentially still to be the Indianapolis Colts head coach, but Pete, he's got Baltimore. He's got um, uh, uh, Baltimore's open that he's been connected with. Uh, Tennessee, right? Tennessee's still got an OC uh, job. Uh, he's got much better situations. Wait, let me ask you this. If you're Eric Bieniemy and you're thinking about leaving Kansas City and it's not for a head coaching job, who the bleep would make you think that you would want to go to Washington? No, I mean, and that's the other part of this is, is would Ron and Martin Mayhew give Eric Bieniemy the autonomy to run right. anything that resembles the creativity that they have in Kansas City? So, if you hire Bianami, as we talked about with Jay last week and as we mentioned on the show, you not only have to allow him to put in his system, his language and terminology, right? Which means everybody's then got to learn his mm-hmm. system and terminology and language, okay? But then you have to, don't you? Don't, don't you give him any autonomy to shape the staff the way he wants it? Meaning, if he doesn't think Drew Terrell or Randy Jordan, or if he thinks he's got a better running backs coach than Randy Jordan or better offensive line coach than John Matzkow, see ya. Ron's lieutenant's gone. Mm-hmm. Bye. Are you willing to give a B enemy that control and that juice and power to get him? And maybe that's the only way you get him. Maybe those other situations, Baltimore, Tennessee, and I know I'm forgetting one. I mean, I haven't heard him connected with the Chargers. I, I can't imagine that he would be able to just take a lateral position with the Chargers in division with no con- – I, I don't know how that would work. But, I mean, m- maybe that's not a thing. I, I don't know. But but Baltimore and Tennessee were connected to him. And Tampa, I think, was connected uh, – was the third team. Like, would you 
would you be able to get the enemy here in Washington without giving him unilateral control? I think at this point, if I'm Eric Bieniemy, anybody that's willing to give me autonomy calling plays that has good skill people, I definitely consider that. I consider that as a viable place for me. Um, here, again, outside of Lamar, say Baltimore brings back Lamar. You've got decent running backs. Yeah. You have one wide receiver, Rashad yeah. Bateman. You have well, De- I mean, Duvernay was productive. You have one, yeah. You have one wide receiver, and he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, okay. Mark Andrews, obviously. Mark a tight Andrews, end. obviously, a terrific tight end, kind of like what they sure. do with Kelsey. You'd mm-hmm. be able to do some of those things with Mark Andrews. Um, you have a great defense there, so you'd be a part of winning, right? Okay, you'd have, you'd be a part of winning. Good culture, everything. No question. So you start looking at the other options that are out there. Ultimately, if they make him, you know, which team makes him the best offer, A, money-wise, B, full autonomy calling plays, as you mentioned, maybe picking your staff, something like that. I mean, again, as I've said over and over again, there's no chance I let Drew Terrell and Randy Jordan out of my building because the jobs that they've done individually with their positions. And obviously, Jennifer King contributes with Randy Jordan in the running game situation here in Washington. Those rooms, I have no problem with the way those people have performed. So I would want to keep those coaches uh, on my staff. Uh, and I would simply say to the enemy, Anthony Lynn, anybody else you bring in here, hey, look, these people individually have done great jobs with their positions. You're going to want them as part of your staff. So, I mean, I understand what you're saying about the full autonomy and picking your people and all that other stuff. The ultimate question is going to be, everybody interviews Eric Bieniemy. How many people are making him offers? Mm-hmm. And does he, does he wait and put the onus on Kansas City to potentially promote him if and when Andy decides maybe that he's had enough somewhere down the road. Because you know what? I can stay gainfully employed at a really nice salary eating a lot of great barbecue in Kansas City <laughs> with Patrick Mahomes and this offense and running alongside Andy Reid. I'm just saying. I can, but if I want to be a head coach, I probably, uh, unless Andy Reid has said, Hey, Eric, this is it. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, but, but you, you don't know, know if they. I mean, we don't know if they've had like you know, those maybe kind of maybe Andy has said that. But you know what? I, I mean, people are would be just 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 flabbergasted by this. What if Andy said, "This is it, win or lose, I'm walking away," and the Chiefs picked Steve Spagnuolo? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. I understand. People would be. I understand. Just you know, I, and I and. I understand. I'm being called a white supremacist by somebody on the radio because I had the audacity to say that a couple of reporters out there will, will make everything about race. They do. They, they, they. I mean, again, watch, watch what they say. N- not what you want to believe. Watch what they say. They, they, they make, they make. And I like some of these guys. I don't know Clarence Hill from a hole in the wall, but everything that they say is about. That's how, a great job covering the Cowboys, okay, by the way. But everything they say when it comes to this issue is Eric Bieniemy and others do not get jobs because of the color of their skin. And they refuse to acknowledge any other factors. Refuse to acknowledge any other factors. So that's what I'm saying, okay? Eric Bieniemy deserves to be a head coach. If he can't, for whatever reason, become a head coach in this cycle, he absolutely needs to get out of Andy Reid's shadow and become a definitive play caller. My fear for Eric Bieniemy, if he were to come here, is does he have full autonomy to not only call plays, but to change the system, terminology, and language? On top of that, does he have the ability to change coaches? And on top of that, does he have the quarterback that he can truly win and operate with in year one? Another candidate is freed up as well to interview, and he just might be the perfect fit here in Washington. We'll explain next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast burgundy and gold today top of the hour take a couple of calls here and another candidate that might fit the description perfectly for what Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew are trying to accomplish here in Washington. Let's go to line one. Junior is in Fort Meade. What's up, Junior? Good morning. Good morning, fellas. Hello, Junior. How are you? I'm good, Chris. Uh, Listen, the whole thing, uh, in in spirit, Chris, I agree with you about uh, Eric Bianami not getting hired just because it's not his race, but this is the NFL's fault, and you think get upset if people are saying that for decades upon decades they allowed it to go on they knew it was going on and they finally just started putting a stop to it so whenever something comes up about race that someone gets upset about as fans or media you can't get upset about it because the nfl allowed it to go on for so long you can't blame anybody who's of color or a minority when they don't get hired um now second of all the shutting that is Rex Ryan considered a serious person in the media? Is Callan Cowherd considered a serious media person? Everything that's been written about this team so far, from four year, even starting four years ago about Dan Snyder, 99% of it has been wrong or completely false. None of this makes any sense. They're waiting, waiting for a new owner to come in to take this job. Are you kidding? It, this team is not in a position to do anything moving forward at least for the next few months so i don't i'm not sure what anybody's thinking about and if these people are not serious people why why even talk about this um i mean so uh, okay so junior you're the ombudsman the unofficial ombudsman of the show are we let me let me let me ask it this way are we only supposed to react, have a discussion, opinionize, whatever, based on something when it officially happens? Or are we out of our lane? absolutely not. You're a sports talk radio show. I get that. But as as two people I respect that's on this station, there's not many of you guys left. Do you think that either one of these people that were talking about it over the weekend are serious media people that you would take serious about what they're saying because you're coming off Chris as you are taking it serious and they're saying it's possible that even going into June it could be possible well okay so so what I'm really saying that you let me counter I, I'm just I'm just saying these are two prominent Okay, based on their employers and the and the no, platform they're names. They're not I, prominent. Are they they prominent are. Or are they they, I mean, they're names? given a huge platform. What am I supposed to do? I didn't choose Colin Cowher. I didn't choose Rex Ryan. I wouldn't have either one of them. But they, I mean, they okay, they, so they have a huge a, platform. One's on ESPN and one's on Fox, and both are connecting Sean Payton and the Commanders. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> not. I mean, no, I, I, I agree with. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm asking you your personal opinion. Are they serious people? And if you don't believe that they're serious people, 
Why are you giving it credence? I, I, I believe, I believe, about, I believe both, credence when you're saying I, it could Junior, I believe both people are trying to connect the dots, but I, I trust Cowherd more than Ryan because Cowherd has a direct friendship with Sean Payton. And Sean Payton could be leaking the trial balloon now that he apparently is not getting a head job. <laughs> well, we know what happens when people start leaking stuff. And, you know, okay. Dan Snyder's famous for that. Right. And that's so for me to wrong. so for me or Pete or anyone to dismiss it and not acknowledge it and and to act like it doesn't exist is silly. See, you're, I you're, think you're, you're taking it. You're taking what I say and you're spinning it the wrong way. I'm not saying you're not. I'm asking you as a person. In right. the media and, that and I'm I telling take, you that I take care. Are you taking it serious as a member of the media? Do you am take I, this report? Am serious? I taking it serious? No. Am I am I taking okay. it a, as okay. a possibility? That's what I yes. Really? No. Yeah. That's what I really want to know because I I don't believe that anybody who follows this team takes this stuff. Here's where I'll be like serious. If, serious. If Adam Schefter, Mike Garofolo, Ian Rappaport, or one of the other ESPN cronies come out, you know, again, Diana Rossini who did kind of ignite this one team in the bushes, whatever. If one of them comes out with a legitimate Rex Ryan is a former head coach. I have no idea what his relationship is with Sean Payton and or Tom Brady or with anyone. But I mean, I, I can't, okay, well, I can't, I can't just dismiss then, him completely. Well, let me ask you this way. If someone said Rex Ryan, are you thinking, Oh, a great football mind or a clown? Uh, it's a good answering right away. Tells me everything I need to know. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him. A <laughs> I wouldn't call him a clown, but I wouldn't also he's call a good him defensive a, coordinator. Yeah, I wouldn't call him a great football mind. But to Pete's point, he's a schematically a very good, or a at least a good defensive coordinator. All right. Well, I just got back into town from overseas, so I just wanted to give you guys a quick shout out hope you guys had a great weekend and i can't wait to start listening to you guys again Junior, it, guys. Thanks, Junior. glad you're back it. safe let's go to line two deans in gaithersburg what's up dean uh, hang on one second. what's dean. up pete what's going on ma'am y'all were saying a whole bunch of stuff you know you saying about uh a pagan i'm I, as far as fetch as it sounds uh with, with chris that's great reporting chris that's why i listen to the radio man uh i'm 100 percent with peyton coming over here, mm -hmm. you know, with a little bit of help. Because, again, like I said, Eric Bay enemy, he's not, again, this is what I'm saying. Now this is what's coming out, okay? We've seen that he's not making a lot of calls, okay? What's going on now is that, see, Eric Bay enemy is a one coordinator coach, okay? That's excellent. Eric Bay enemy was an excellent running back with Darren Hagan in, in Colorado. Okay, excellent. Outstanding. Outstanding. Okay. So that's that's where we're coming at with the coordinator position. I'm glad that Washington is 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 going after him, but they open up another door for Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy, when you when you talking about the interviewing process, you also got to look at it from a perspective of of uh um kind of like a sales guy. You know, a sales guy, there's all kinds of different levels of sales, okay? You want a a a a a, a Trump-like broker. You need a Trump-like broker. If you don't have a Trump-like broker, you're an idiot. Okay, but if you if 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 you got a Trump-like broker selling you shoes, you're not gonna buy the shoes, man. You're gonna you, you're gonna buy one shoes. You're not gonna buy three shoes. You're gonna buy one. So that's where Eric Bieniemy's probably kind of playing his cards a little bit better. All right. So you know we got to be kind of careful with Eric Bieniemy, just like Pete said, because everyone's not playing by the rules, and that, and that's what your caller just said. Every everyone knows the rules now. The Rooney Rule's been together since the eighties. Discrimination came out in the eighties, okay? That's the underlining the underlining purpose of racism, okay? You you have to be a, a true pure person like like Pete is saying to say, okay, these are the rules, this is what we're doing when we're talking about refereeing. We got IT, we got what what's it called? AI. Come on now. We got all, take take a lot of those referees off the field like 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 Gruden saying. Take them off the field, put them in the top. You know, maybe put the the main people that need to be on the field on the field so the guys can play. So you know, we know it's violent. You know, let the let let it let it play out. Let the IT let the TI do what it's supposed to do. That's that's where all oh, that's coming into play. But the Eric the enemy situation, the Eric enemy situation is coming coming far, far fetched to to where we probably need it to be now. And Eric the enemy can, I, 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 
if we're gonna have, and I'm a big guy with coaching, and I'm always, and I've always said, and I, I told you I didn't really want Eric Bieniemy, but if we're gonna make him a particular run oriented, he's putting together what Ron and Mayhew want him, and 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 we need to run a tape on Mayhew too. Mayhew and Ron are the same type of type of ball player on the field. Okay, so now when we're talking about them coaching together or, or working together, that's the type of ball player we're going to be getting. We're going to be getting guys that, that need to, to, to keep on overcoming and keep trying to work hard and hard and harder and try to beat what we need to do. Eric is, is, is good if we – I don't want to keep anything from Scott, but the familiarity with Sam Howe being a runner, being athletic – you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. It it kind of kind of works out to our favor, Chris. And and Chris, you gotta you gotta stop playing that 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 1980s card. You know what I'm saying? Say what it is. Don't, which don't, one? Don't, which one is that? The, the one is you know just let them let 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 the 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 NFL deal with Eric Bieniemy. Let 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 the NFL deal with with uh, uh, Lynn and and the coaches that they that Houston. Come on, Houston. Houston is just playing the game. They're playing a game. All they're doing right now is not, not trying to avoid the rules. That's all they're trying to do. They're, they're putting people in there. You, 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 we just had 25 years of Mr. Snyder being the most disgusting and undermining individual that we can say. Not, not football, nothing in, including football, just the person. Dean, if they were just playing the game, they wouldn't have hired Cully or Lovey Smith. They, they, would ju- the they, would just in, they would just enter the because when you're – because when you're hiring a head coach, you're not hiring a coach to check a box. You're hiring a coach yes, because that, that's what, no, that's what you interview a guy I mean, to this, check this, a box. This is what I'm saying with Pete. This is this is where Pete. This is where Pete. Pete, and, am I'm I wrong here? And now you the sales. No, no you're, you're 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 probably fifty-fifty, and that's what that's what NFL does. Again, like I said to you before, you, you're playing a game that they've already they've already put in place. All right. Again, there's different there's different levels of sales. I mean, a salesperson, a salesperson. At the end of the day, uh, again, like what I'm saying with 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 the NFL and them hiring people. Again, they're going to get people in the seats, just like Snyder got people in the seats. Until we said ten years later that no, Snyder is a, a retardo. Okay, I mean he's not he's not he's not the best person he's not the best person in in, in the best position. And I yeah. apologize for using the yeah, terminology. But again, so. like I said to you, like like I said to you before, he's not playing by the rules. He's not playing by right. the rules. All right, if you play oh. by the rules, we would help him out. All right. And Th- we would thanks. do because we're, we're intelligent people. Dean, right. we got thanks, two other Dean. calls we got to squeeze in here. Um, uh, trying to put all that together. There's a lot there to unpack. But essentially, on the surface, in Houston, I think what's happening there is, it, first of all, you can argue whether – a, David Culley, first-time head coach at that age, was the right hire at that time. But we'll never know because he wasn't given a fair opportunity to continue after mm-hmm. one year. I agree. Lovey Smith certainly has coaching pedigree. But again, wasn't allowed to continue beyond one year. What we keep seeing from Houston is complete incompetence. Okay? Yes, Yes, there might be an underlying behind the scenes. We have to we have to keep hiring African American coaches to prove to the world that we're not this racist organization. That there is a perception that we are. So yes, we've got to continue. We've got to continue to look for African American candidates. That's not necessarily the correct mindset either, but they might be at least now getting to the point where. D'Amico Ryans is another candidate that everyone can agree upon. So organizationally, they're going to look internally at each other and go, oh, yeah, everybody's going to like this hire. They're going to like that hire, right? You know, I mean, it's kind of like Kramer and, and Friends or uh, whatever, Jerry Seinfeld. He's like, oh, they're going, to, they're going to like that one. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's what's going on inside that Houston organization. There's a lot going on there. A lot of it is incompetent. The results tell you that. Okay, so as eager as they are to show you, oh, yeah, we support African-American coaches, they support them in no way. We don't get you players. We fire you after one year. We don't give you a chance to get your own thing going here. That's incompetence as an organization. 
Line three, Junkyard Dog. What's up, Dog? Hey, how y'all doing? Well, That's you know, just to make it plain and simple, when you look at the when you look at the Houston Texans, this is this is their final chance to to prove everybody wrong. Because let's say if they do go with D'Amico Ryan's, and let's say they give D'Amico Ryan's a let's say a five year contract, okay. But they also t- and, okay, and they say, hey, you bring in whoever you want to your coaching staff, and D'Amico Ryan say, well, I'm a defensive coordinator. Okay, I'm going to run this. I'm going to run the defense, and I'm going to call the plays. But I'm also we're going to we're probably going to draft a, a, a young kid at quarterback or whatever, either young or Stroud. Hey, what greater person to bring in to get out from under Andy Reid is to bring in Benemini to be able to uh, you know call his plays or whatever. But you know the the, the set up the playbook. The, the, the passing game, the running game, and all. But if, but, but if they're not, but if they're not serious, Ryan's will be able, should be able to read between if they're hedging on bringing in who the people who he wants to be in his on his coaching mm-hmm. staff. That's the way I look at this whole thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, thank do- you, Jay Reddy. Appreciate it, dog. Uh, we'll give Paulie the last word here, real quick. Paulie, go ahead. Good, Pete Rufio. Ollie. What's going on, man? Hell to the W, man. Hey, look, look, I, ain't, ain't, I know I ain't got a whole bunch of time for y'all all zoned out. I'm, I'm going to end this from Friday. My whole point was if, if the fact that you're saying that somebody is African-American and that's a strike against them, that trumps everything else. As um, far as Houston go, man, they're hiring disposable coaches. It's almost like when somebody you know is racist and they say, well, I have black friends. You don't have to say that. If you really have, if you really raise it, you don't have to let me know that you got black friends. Right. And that's oh, that's kind of what Houston is. That's kind of what Houston is doing. I, I like the analogy, you know I mean? Paulie. As far as far as the, uh, our organization goes, look, man, we've been seeing this for years with us, whether it's with players, coaches, no matter what it is. We're always the bargaining chip. We're always the rumored team. We're always the undisclosed team. You know what I mean? We get used for leverage. Whether it's Sean Payton, of course Sean Payton would say, well, let's see who this new is. Suppose it is, Basil. Let's say Sean Payton really wants to be in Dallas, but he wants to really break Jerry's pocket. So if he waits for Bezos and Bezos like, hey, I'll give you $15 million, he'll run to Jerry. So I'm getting $15 million. What's Jerry going to say? I'll give you 20 We're we always the bargaining team. You know, we're always that rumor team because we're always in a desperate situation where it's believable for us to be a rumor team. Take it off, man. Y'all have a great afternoon. Paul, appreciate you. Appreciate you. To finish up the point on the segment, the guy that actually might meet the criteria perfectly for Ron and Martin Mayhew mm-hmm. is Anthony Lynn, who if he if he implemented anything that resembles what Kyle has in San Francisco – which is run-based first, mm-hmm. pass second, he might be ultimately the perfect candidate if he's interested in installing anything remotely close to that here with the Washington franchise. And he is now free to interview. He can come interview with you in person today he is. because of the 49ers losing uh, to Philadelphia yesterday. I also think Anthony Lynn, as a former head coach, and even though it didn't go well with Dan Campbell in Detroit last year for whatever reason, I think he's probably going to say, yeah, I mean, Kyle, great experience there. I can take some things, but I'm my guy. I'm, I'm, I'm installing my system, my beliefs. You know, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Sure. So, I mean, was there is, anything but that wrong? is one okay. name that was added to the mix late to last that, week that, to that we that haven't. Extent, yeah. To that extent. Was there anything wrong with what he was trying to accomplish in no. San Diego no. slash L.A. I with mean, the Chargers? I think they did a pretty good job developing Austin Eckler, right? I mean, he was Justin part of Herbert. That. Well, yeah. They were the building block. Right. He was the building block but, on Justin I Herbert. I mean, if, he, if we want to talk about just like in the run game and oh, yeah, all sure. that stuff, right? They had Tolbert or whoever it was. Mm-hmm. Mike they, Tolbert. Yeah. I thought that I, I always thought they did a pretty good job under him. I'm just saying, I think, San Diego. I think – he might be the guy that can marry the two things that Ron and Martin Mayhew potentially are looking mm-hmm. to do here. So 
that's a that's a name I think if he does indeed interview to keep an eye on here if and that's the biggest question if they go outside the family because there's still a lot of people that think this is not a charade but this is a fact-finding mission only to interview or only to hire Ken Zampezi when it's all over we will see it's still possible 301-230-0980 dumb dumb of the day is next first Chris tells us what's trending All right, we mentioned the Wizards. They won their fifth in a row on Saturday night in New Orleans. They go for number six in a row, a half dozen, huh? Right here on the Team 980, 7.45 tonight, uh, as well on the Odyssey app in San Antonio against the awful Spurs. Sad news from the world of hockey. Hockey legend Bobby Hull has passed away at the age of 84, played 1,036 games with the Chicago Blackhawks and uh, won the league MVP award back in 1965 at a second career in a different league and all that uh, with the Winnipeg Jets. Bobby Hull uh, dead at the age of 84. And from the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals have requested interviews uh, with the now available Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo and as well Brian Callahan, their offensive coordinator for their head coaching job. And that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson coming up. Burgundy and gold today. Top of the hour right now. Chris Russell tells us who's the dumb dumb of the day. It's time for dumb dumb of the day on Russell and Medhurst. Alrighty, it would help if I turn on my microphone. We have a double dumb dumb of the day situation. So Pedro. You fly occasionally. I do. Sometimes you fly on your own. Sometimes you fly on the Navy charter. But you fly on your own plenty of times where you're just Pete Medhurst, right? That's right. Uh, even though you are going to a Navy function, you're on a regular airline, no special treatment, what have you. Do you fly with your the window shade down or up? Are you a look it's out a the window type of guy? Fabulous question. If you watch my Twitter feed, Chris, I'm a guy that likes to have that window open. I love taking pictures mm-hmm. of the world at 38,000 feet. It's I do neat. remember some of that. Yes. So, yeah, I'm I'm 99% window open. Okay. So, if you were sitting behind someone in an airplane who had their window shade closed and you wanted it open for whatever reason, yours wasn't good enough? You are sitting behind this person. Would you reach into their row, into their space, and lift their window shade twice? No. So that you could see outside of it. No, I, I, I'm, I'm against invading someone's personal space, especially if they're a stranger, because all that does is get you in trouble. Correct. <laughs> so here's what happened. Slapped York, across the face. New York Ooh. City real estate mogul agent, <clears throat> Eric Goldie got really annoyed when a female pass or I'm sorry when a passenger he thought it was a female passenger because he TikToked about it and showed the video it turned out it was a guy okay the guy was reaching into his row from behind him and trying to open his shade apparently on a 6 a.m. flight so Eric Goldie got annoyed and as the video shows he reached over and stopped the man, who he thought was a woman, mm-hmm. from opening the shade and slapped his hand away. Not once, but twice in about an eight-second TikTok video. TikTok, you don't stop. So the man behind Mr. Goldie thought it was a good idea to lift 
Mr. Goldie shade for whatever reason he wanted to see out of it. Eric Goldie did not like that idea. Says it's early. I don't want my shade up. It's my row. It's my space. And he slaps the hand away twice. So both of you, both of you are being anointed with this special honor. Why? Because you're both immature pain in the asses. Shut up. Mind your own business. Politely turn around to the gentleman or the woman, if you think it's a woman, which he thought it was a woman, and say, hey, listen, it's 612 in the morning. Do you mind if I keep, I I, I know you want to look out. Do you mind if I keep the shade down? I didn't sleep very, it's all there is to it. You don't have to bitch slap somebody's hand away from the window shade. And you certainly don't have to do that if you're in the row behind. Because if somebody did that to me, I'd turn around and say, hey, pal, nice to see you. Good morning. Do you mind if I just kind of keep my shade closed? So both of you suck. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Chargers are going to hire Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator. That news breaking on ESPN. He was out of work a day. That's it. A day. So Kellen going back to the West Coast, former quarterback at Boise State. That ruins one of my show questions for tomorrow. Well, we've answered that right now. By the way, Dumb Dumb of the Day update. Previous Dumb Dumb of the Day winner, Melissa Williams, a cop who was fired from her job. Oh, Melissa. Okay. The Colorado cop was allegedly ousted from the force over her OnlyFans side hustle, has gotten the last laugh. Why? She now makes five figures a month. From her DIY porn career. I'm not sure what that means. What does DIY mean? I, I assume do it yourself. Meaning oh, so, yeah. solo. Look at that. Look at the young bucks. The two Woo! young bucks knew. What? You guys know that? Mike and Is Matt it do knew. do it yourself? Mike and Matt knew. Right. Is that what, that's what it means? I mean, well, what does DIY mean? I mean, it means do it yourself, right? Yeah, you sound like Tim the Tool Man. Uh, I mean, I learned that. She from, says, I, I didn't learn that watching porn. I learned it uh, watching the Home and Garden Channel. She's now, just she for says, the record. I love what I do, and I have absolutely no regrets, said the 46-year-old to in the New York Post story on Robert Latall's Black Sports Online, which is still one of the great sites. you got to check it out every day. It's a year now since I left the police, and I am having the time of my life. She says she's having, she's making twenty-seven thousand a month selling saucy snaps on the adult entertainment platform, where she is one of the most popular creators. Good for you, Melissa Williams. Back tomorrow at nine. Doc and Scott are next. Burgundy and Gold today, right around the corner on the Team Nine Eighty, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.